Yo, what's up, bitches? I'm back. <laughs> I just wanted to say that um, it's been a while since I have done anything at all content related. So uh, it's, you know, it's good to be back. And uh, for those of you who don't know what I was going through, and actually, let's just go ahead and do the usual spill that we usually do when we come here on Decked Up. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Mikhail Casanova. Uh, Hawaii content creator and podcaster, streamer, you know, business aficionado, and all that good stuff in between. But anyways, I'm back with Hawaii's number one tech gaming podcast, Decked Up. And uh, yeah, for those who don't know, I've been gone roughly uh, about a week. And if I really want to dive into it further, I could say more like a week and a half. Uh, and, and mainly because I have been uh, fighting off illness. Like I'm even right now, I'm not fully 100% recovered. But uh, for those who don't know what I was going through, I initially started off having pneumonia, and then I went from having pneumonia to having the flu, and from the flu to cold, <laughs> from that to the upper respiratory infection and to a bron bronchial infection, all that in between. And, uh, yeah, it, it did a number on me. Like I, I've been sick before and I've, you know, for those who don't know, like I previously, you know, I've had cancer before I've had colorectal cancer stage two and stage three. Um, and right now, you know, I am about seven years in remission from having cancer and it's just been uh, a bit of a journey, you know, going through having cancer and you know going through the radiation treatments and all the different things that you have to do you know also changing up your diet your lifestyle and you know basically shocking you know your system and and trying to get better it's just because you know really there's no preparation for when that hits you so when i had that and coming out of it you know i'm at a point where i have immunocompromisation so or, i know i didn't say it from out properly but basically my immune system is easily compromised and um i tend to get sick way worse than anyone else right or more than not worse than anyone else but worse than most and so what ends up happening is you know something is uh you know small as a cold or you know mild as a flu or it could be a severe flu you know that right there can take me down for a long while and it, it's harder for me to recover even when i when i was working in it and we had to get you know the the flu shots those would i would have the worst reactions to it and it was funny you know not funny haha but funny ironic because in those instances when i would get the flu shot um I would always get berated by my bosses just because they're like, you got a flu shot. Why do you need to take time off to recover? And it's just because I, you know, I would get full on just dead ass sick, you know, you know, like, you know, <laughs> it's just what it was. And, and a lot of people don't understand that. And, and, you know, I had to deal with that. So, you know, imagine getting pneumonia. Now, the last time I had pneumonia, for anyone who's been rocking with me, rocking with this channel, this podcast, and just generally things that I do, uh, I last got pneumonia back in, I want to say, 2020, uh, maybe 2019, but I think it's more so 2020. And I got a real bad case of pneumonia, and I was down for about 
two and a half, almost three weeks. And then it took me an additional two weeks. So t five weeks total from getting it to fully recovering. Um, this time around, uh, I, I got so sick with it that I was in the ER, you know, and um, it got really bad because my wife ended up having to rush me to the ER to uh, because I couldn't breathe. You know, my airway completely shut. I couldn't breathe. And, um, you know, it was it was really bad because, you know, I, I collapsed in front of my wife and my and my my youngest daughter. And, um, you know, I can I, I know that was pretty traumatic for her. And um, I know my 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 toddler, you know, she's too young to really know what's going on. So she thought I was playing. But, you know, I, I it was not a good situation whatsoever. And if I had not have gotten to, you know, my wife hadn't took me to the emergency room, which she did, you know, rushing me over there, getting me in there, getting me all checked in, you know, um, you know, the doctor said that as bad as it was getting, I probably would have died, you know, eventually just because, um, you know, my health was just in really bad shape. So they loaded me up on antibiotics. Uh, they had to use a steroid inhaler, you know, to help, you know, relieve the pressure and inflammation off my lungs, also to open my airway. And, um, you know, I really had to take off and I wasn't doing content and you guys are like, Oh, why does he keep bringing up content? Well, you know, this is my full-time career. So having to not do content for a while was stressful, you know, and I'm looking at my metrics on YouTube. I look at my metrics on the podcasts that I have, I've, I'm on four different podcasts and looking at that and just seeing, you know, numbers go down and down. Like I'm not someone like, uh, you know, a Harris Heller or a, uh, I'm not like a lot of these other people that can make content once a week, once every couple of weeks, once a month, you know, and people just are going to come back and rock and vibe with them. No, I mean, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm a average everyday Joe, you know, I got to get up and do the work. If I don't work, I don't eat. And so, you know, even right now where I'm not a hundred percent, I'm at least at a point where my voice is back. I can work. I'm able to get around and, you know, I, I just like, Hey, let me go ahead and get to work. I was talking to my wife. She's like, Hey, you know, you're good enough to work, right? I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm ready to, to get back in the driver's seat and get back to doing it. So that's where I'm at right now. And, um, you know, I just want to give you guys a little bit of background. Y'all don't care about it. I can skip to the next part because we got things we're going to talk about as far as, you know, the news that's been going on. But, uh, yeah, I want to to let everyone up, update everyone. I want to thank everybody who took time to uh, reach out to me, you know, I, you know, on the because I, I made a post in the community. I let people know what's going on with me. So, you know, y'all reached out there. I appreciate it. Folks who hit me up on Discord, hit me up on Facebook, hit me up on you know twitter or x as it's called now and uh you know various platforms texting me as well you know i appreciate each and every one of you because it was really it was a really uh, dire situation that uh really could have went south and i appreciate you guys each and every one of you from family friends to you know people who just enjoy my content and all that you know so i really want to say thank you you know mahalo to each and every one of you that took the time out of your day to you know give the well wishes and the check-in on me i greatly appreciate you guys so all that out the way um let's talk tech let's talk about the news you know um the biggest thing i want to talk about uh i got technically i'm gonna I'm talk about three topics and um 
I'm going to go ahead and name them off. The ones I'm going to be talking about, uh, I'm going to talk about Ratchet and Clank and the performance disparities that have been going on when you're trying to play it on the Asus ROG Ally versus playing it on the Steam Deck versus playing it on something like the IE Neo devices and AOK, you know, other Windows handheld devices. I also want to talk about the new... <coughs> Sorry, see? All right there, I still got that cough. I want to talk about... Um, what is going on with Lenovo because they basically have uh, they're working on a gaming handheld called the Legion Go that's the rumor this is exclusive that uh, came out of Windows Central and if you guys have been rocking with the podcast you know I I told you guys episodes ago weeks ago months ago that you know uh, Acer and Lenovo as well as you know, Dell, Alienware, these major gaming companies, they're all, you know, even HP, they're going to have their own Omen handheld device. They're going to be getting into the market. The The main thing with that was, you know, it's not so much these are Steam Deck competitors. These devices have been, you know, in the works for, you know, like it, they were on the drawing board. Then they went through, you know, R&D, production, and then, you know, they're, they're trickling out. But um, the Steam Deck, we got to give it credit because that is what really made this a viable market for big name companies to really be like, hey, we can actually sell these devices at a profit and, you know, that people are going to buy. And you're going to start seeing more and more of these devices in retail stores. But Asus was the first one to, you know, come after the Steam Deck with a device that for the most part has been successful and we're going to dive into that uh but the the other thing i want to talk about is asus rog ally selling 500,000 units reportedly and so is which is interesting because for a device that people say has failed if it hit if it legitimately hit 500,000 units in just under a month and a half on market that's fucking cool <laughs> that's a good sign but anyways um yeah we're, we're gonna go ahead and dive into all that if you guys are watching this in video format on youtube make sure you like you sub you share comment subscribe all that good stuff and if you're listening to it in audio format or video because we have video of this podcast it goes video on spotify as one of our sponsors shout out to them for taking care of us and also you know, it's uh, available in audio format, every major podcasting platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Amazon Music, Pandora, all that stuff. It's available everywhere across the spectrum. And um, we also got merch. So we got decked up shirts, beanies, cups, stickers, all that stuff. Make sure you get some of those. I'll have them uh, linked to the bottom of the video as well as linked in the description of the video on the podcast format. So, uh, you know, if you get any of that or you get a, you know, you pick up any games that I link in the description, you know, all that stuff really goes back and helps out the challenge. You're like, look, man, I got to feed my family. So there's that, you know, so every little bit helps. So I appreciate y'all for supporting and rocking with me the way y'all have. Uh, all that being said, let's go ahead and start talking about it. Let's talk about uh, Ration and Clank, a rift, and uh a rift in time <laughs> i can't think of the name of it but the ratcheting clang game that just came out to pc 
that has had a very interesting launch. Now, I did get a review copy of this game. Uh, shout out to uh, PlayStation for, uh, and as well as Insomniac Games for providing me a review copy of this game because, you know, I reviewed this a couple years ago when it first launched on the PlayStation 5 when they, you know, Insomniac Games did say that, you know, this could only be done on the PlayStation 5 because of the PlayStation 5's SSD. It couldn't be you know back then and look i i'm gonna be i'm gonna keep it a buck and i'm gonna be honest about it like this is something that back then that they said could not be done on pc it couldn't be done on xbox well i mean it's never gonna go to xbox this is the playstation ip but it couldn't be done on anything but the playstation ssd uh from ps5 and we have come to realize that look let's just let's call a spade a spade let's keep this 100 y'all already know you know, I'm not one of these guys who's going to just sugarcoat things and, and you know, be like, hi, guys, you know, like Austin Abbott, no shade at him or anything like that. But I'm not going to put on the fake persona. I'm going to call a spade a spade. We all know these these companies bullshit and lie. They bullshit and lie because they have a they, they have to do and say certain things because whoever's breathing down their neck tells them to say so, you know, so it it shouldn't come as a surprise especially when so many PlayStation games are coming to PC because PlayStation sees that as a viable market. Why they see that as a viable market? Because, you know, the primary thing that Sony has as profitable is PlayStation. You know, that's their primary, you know, money-making outlet. I mean, they're not really killing it in the box office. They're not killing it with cameras. They're not killing it with the TVs or, you know, all this other stuff primarily their breadwinner is playstation as a brand so by getting you know back at the time when games that were playstation you know exclusive or console you know home console exclusive when they were coming out you know on the playstation 4 yeah they would make they would turn a big profit on that mainly because the install base with the playstation 5 uh, 4 rather was so high but then once PlayStation 5 came out, as y'all know, we're like three and a half years, well, three years, yeah, about three years, three and a half years into this console generation. And it's only now where people are actually able to get their hands easily. You can walk into a Walmart, a Target, you know, you can go into a Sam's Club, a Costco, you can go into... You know, any of these major uh, retail outlets, GameStop included, and you can walk out with PlayStation 5. It used to not be that way. You know, it's kind of like, you know, pulling your hand, putting your hand in a, a hat and, and pulling out a, a random ticket. Maybe you got one, maybe you didn't. It was very much a lottery. And so because it was that, a lot of folks really were struggling to just get their hands on, on it, period. I mean, if you weren't like, in many cases, you know, when I got my PlayStation 5, I was not a PlayStation partner at the time. So uh, I I had means of getting one. No, I didn't use bots to secure one. I know a lot of people were securing it with bots. But the way I was able to get mine or, or two of mine at the time, because I got one for myself, got one for my wife, Lehua, is I had a friend that worked at GameStop and he let me know that, you know, it was going to happen and, you know, feel how you feel about it. But he was able to put one, put two on the side for me because I was going to come in and get it. You know, you, you get what you get, how you get it. If you got connections, you know, make sure you take, take advantage of them and also take care of the people to take care of you. That's, that's one thing I'm going to say. Um, 
But, you know, I had, I was able to get that. And if I didn't have that type of connection, I don't even know. You know, I don't even know how I would have been able to, to, to really do anything, you know. Uh, same thing with the Series X, you know, and that, that's how I was able to secure mine. But, you know, all that being said, <clears throat> these games that were coming out for the PlayStation at the time, they just weren't profitable. You know, you got exclusive games, Demon Souls. You had the Ratchet and Clank game. I think you had like Play, PlayStation Battle also, or some type of game that popped up that died off really quickly. You had a lot of games that were trying to be exclusive that just weren't selling because the install base wasn't there. Of course, we know now they've been selling so many millions of units and they broke even and broke, you know, it's profitable for them now. But at a time, it wasn't. So when you got games like that, you know, that's why they were porting so many PlayStation 4 games over to the PS5. And then they started putting PS4 games and eventually PS5 games on PC because PlayStation needed to make that money. So bringing that all around to the PC release and, and basically, you know, Insomniac Games being caught with their hands, you know, well, not their hands, but their, their pants below their ass around their knees, well, actually, not even down there, around their knees, caught, really, around their ankles, you know, like, you know, they basically, they went to, they went to take a piss, their pants fell down, and then someone walked in on the stall, and was like, surprise, motherfucker, and there it is, right, you know, you kind of just saw it for what it was, and so, you know, these companies lie, just, just understand that, so now we got it, um, a lot of folks are saying that there's no way this is going to run on the Steam Deck, and we've seen that it runs on all three models of the Steam Deck, varying load times, but it does run on the Steam Deck. And then we saw that there were people that were having issues running the game on the ROG Ally because, you know, you have the, the AMD graphics card was, you know, you have the issues with that. A lot of folks are having issues where when they would launch the game on their Ally, it would either lock up the ally entirely and you have to manually power it off which is the experience i had until like the recent update or you have folks that would get that error and they'd have to go into the settings and you know like there's a warning driver needs to it's not compatible right so you would have to go into your settings and turn it down to 720p at 30 frames per second and then get out of that first sequence in the game because that first sequence was the most intensive overall and so having to deal with that for a lot of folks was stressful you know and then yeah some folks just didn't have any issues whatsoever and i know like you saw folks like steam deck hq they were putting you know they they did a lot of testing they, they do they do a lot of um uh, extensive testing and one of the things that they said is they just you know if you're getting ratchet and clank avoid playing this on the rog ally it's the worst platform to play it on and you know some folks may feel like this is all the steam deck hq they're you know they're being partial to the steam deck and blah blah, blah. maybe there's a bit of you know truth to that because here's a level of bias but the fact is the fact it ran like hot trash for the longest on the ally if you were lucky to get it running you know cool good for you but for a lot of folks a lot of us we just couldn't get it running at all which is why in many cases it was better to just run it on the steam deck now there's a, a cross parallel to that because there's another game that came out roughly around the same time <coughs> excuse me still got that cough 
there's another game that came out around the same time, which I personally haven't, I haven't had a chance to play it or test it out at all, called Remnant 2. That runs like hot ass on the Steam Deck. It's to the point of being, truthfully speaking, unplayable on deck. But it runs perfectly fine with a couple hitched, you know, hitches here and there on the ROG Ally. And a lot of folks, um, you know, are having issues with that. So really what it comes down to, um, I know, you know, the, the kind of the standard now when companies are, are and this is more prevalent, we're seeing it now, but companies now, when they're making these PC ports of games, they're really trying to make sure they run on the deck, you know, and I know that a lot of people are like, yeah, well, they're trying to make it run on the deck. I've seen some Reddit threads and people making this accusation or this speculative speculation that they're trying to make these games run on deck and then make them run like trash and everything else. But we all know that when it comes to PC port or PC optimization of these games, these companies are just dropping the ball. They're constantly dropping the ball. They've been dropping the ball on PC optimized games or PC optimization for games for the last, I want to say it's been decades, but if I really want to put a ballpark number on it, I want to say the last 15 or 16 years of PC ports of games and PC games in general have just been hot ass. That's just what it is. You know, it's been awful. And we, you know, I'm not going to be here trying to excuse companies for making little hot steaming garbage that they're selling at full retail price and then expecting people to just be okay with it. Or even worse, expecting the fans to take care of it and optimize it. You know, we are dealing with issue with like, we, we know the software like Denuvo is out there that's just constantly screwing up optimization of PC games, right? We, we know how that is, but I also understand companies are putting that in there because they're trying to fight hackers in a way, you know, I put quotations around that because I mean, there's nothing that's really uncrackable, right? So it's, you know, it's just a whole thing. I, I think companies, if you're going to start bringing your games to PC, you know, or if you're, making a multi-platform release and PC is an option there, or you're making a multi-platform, you, you start off with one platform, eventually put it over to PC in the case of what PlayStation has been doing. They need to do better optimizations of PC ports. The last couple of PC ports PlayStation has put out has been absolute dog shit. You know, I, I just, uh, Ration and Clank, definitely a little bit better. But compared to uh, The Last of Us Part One, it's not even it's night and day. At least that at least this came out playable. Last of Us has only now gotten to a point where it's playable and runs decent to an extent, you know. And if we look further back, you know, some of the other games just they weren't well optimized. But you know, we we got some ways to go, and I can I urge each and every one of you you know, that our PC gamers continue to hold the feet of these developers, these publishers at the fire because they need to understand you cannot put out piss poor things and think it's okay. And I know some folks are going to be like, oh, you're being a bit of a hypocrite because 
you don't hold Zeus accountable for the shit with the ROG ally. And all I gotta say is this, motherfucker, if you really think that, honestly, come here, come a little bit closer. If you really think I don't hold Zeus accountable for anything, you're not listening to this fucking show, you don't watch the videos I put out, so your opinion is invalid. Yeah! That's all I gotta say about that. Anyway, um, let me keep talking to you. So, you know, this whole thing with Ratchet and Clank, I, I, the update has made it better. It does, you know, I'm able to get to launch and run on the ROG Ally. I'm able to get a good amount of, you know, anywhere from like, <clears throat> it, it varies for me running between 40 to 60 hertz. I'm able to, or, or 40 to 60 frames per second, I'm able to keep it at 1080p. I know if I lowered it to 720p, it would probably be uh, way better. But for me, I'm just like, I got a 1080p screen. I'm not trying to play 720 when I can do 1080. And it's a beautiful screen. So I keep it at that. But at the 720p on the Steam Deck, it still looks great, right? But it looks great on that. But ROG Ally has a better screen. So that's just where I'm at with that. You know, that, you know, if you're looking to pick it up, cool. I will be doing a review on it, a full featured review, which will be dropping later on this week. And um, I got a couple other games I'm going to be doing reviews for as well. Check out, you know, be ready for Double Dragon Gaiden. I'm going to be doing a review of that as well. And uh, I think Disney Illusion Island and um, uh, Atlas uh, Atlas Fall. I'm working on that too. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for those reviews. And uh, yeah, I, I, you know, and, and I know a lot of people try to get out the first impressions uh, or first reviews because that's typically when the uh well when the embargo lifts us when everyone's looking to find out you know should i spend money on it and at a point i was trying to do that but when you get to a point of doing content creating uh you start to realize if you're not the biggest name creator out there then trying to honestly um trying to kill yourself literally by working yourself to the bone and you know foregoing sleep and your health so you can get these reviews out only to realize that unless you're a big name or unless you're able to drop it maybe a minute before everyone else you just it's not worth it you know so yeah people got early impressions out and that's cool that's good for them but i want to put out the review when i'm ready to put out reviews for stuff so if I'm not trying to be first, like I still got to review Street Fighter 6, XO Primal. Y'all know I've been streaming, or I was streaming before I took my complete sabbatical away from content and social media as a whole. And um, yeah, you know, so uh, my reviews will be coming out when they come out. You know, as far as Ratchet and Clang, Double Dragon Gaiden and all that, expect that this week. So uh, that that's all I got to say about the Ratchet and Clank. Uh, next thing I want to top it, I want to dive into... I want to dive into this article. Uh, this is talking about the Lenovo. We're going to switch over to the scene over here so y'all can see. And we're going to talk about it. This is basically saying uh, this is exclusive. This is from Windows Central. Shout out to Jess Corden, or Corden who published it uh, several hours ago at the, well, at the time of me recording this episode. Uh, basically says uh, exclusive Lenovo is working on a Windows PC gaming handheld called the Legion Go. Uh, another Steam Deck Asus ROG Ally competitor enters the fray. And this is um, kind of a mock-up of what it's supposed to look like. And 
you know, I'm looking at it and I'm like, yo, this is sexy. It definitely gives me uh, Vita, like PlayStation Vita vibes in a way with like the rounded edges and whatnot. You know, so it, it, it looks pretty sexy. I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you got the off, off uh, the uh, offset sticks, which is standard for Xbox layout, which is what PCs go off of. So says the unreleased uh, Lenovo Legion Play could give us a hint about how this device looks. So this is uh, Lily Putzing. Uh, hopefully I said that name right. But they are basically showcasing what it could potentially look like. I guess we don't really know all the details about it. So other, you know, all that the, they have so far as it says, according to our sources, Lenovo is gearing up to enter the handheld PC gaming arena, which I already told you all about months ago that they were going to be doing that. All these companies, because of you know the Steam Deck and also the Ally, it's very viable. So they're they're really going to be you're going to see a lot more competition in this this space. Um, so similar to devices like Steam Deck and Asus ROG Ally, Lenovo's Legion Go device will sport AMD Phoenix processors with an eight-inch display. It could look similar to Lenovo's previously leaked Lenovo Legion Play Android device, which never reached general availability. Now, I'm actually not familiar with that Lenovo Legion Play Android device, so I might have to go look that up. I don't really keep up with Android handhelds just because, I mean, they're few and far between if they do ever come out, and then the ones that have come out, you know, they're quickly forgotten, right? Um... You know, it's just because a lot of these companies just don't support Android devices for very long. So when I see that, I'm like, I'm not really going to invest time or energy and effort to platforms that just might not be there, you know, <laughs> for the long haul. But anyways, uh, it says, um, as of right now, there is no indication on timing for official announcements or launch windows. And uh, we'll go down further. It says... The handheld PC gaming space is heating up with huge success stories from both Valve's Steam Deck and Asus's ROG Ally. Other long-term, uh, long-time competitors in the space like iNeo are also doing well. I mean, they're constantly dropping multitude of devices, so it kind of is what it is, right? Um, and Microsoft itself has tested Xbox to improve the Windows experience on handhelds for this emerging category because, yo, they're about to start rolling in the dough. Because Microsoft got that cha-ching money. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But um, it says, uh, now it seems another major player is about to throw its weight into the mix. According to our sources, Lenovo is working on a handheld gaming PC dubbed Legion Go. And it will support Windows 11 for maximum PC com uh, gaming compatibility. While details are scant right now, we understand this will support AMD's new Phoenix processors, which the chip firm describes as ultra-thin, focused on gaming, AI, and graphics for ultrabooks. The fact that Legion Go will support Ryzen chips pretty much guarantees that this is a Windows PC gaming handheld, as part of Lenovo's popular gaming Legion brand. Alright, so let's go ahead and go down. It says, as of writing... There's no information on exactly when this device could become available or if indeed it'll become available at all. And so this is, I guess, this is what the, um, the other device looked like. So uh, it says uh, the Lenovo Legion Play launch general, never launched generally, but it could give us an idea of how the Lenovo Legion Go might look. Again, credit to that person who uh, came with the, in the image. 
So there's an earlier leak from this person some years ago outed Lenovo's Legion Play effort, which was an Android-based cloud-oriented handheld similar to the Logitech G Cloud or the Razer Edge. This device it was never released generally, but the design could give us a hint about the form factor Lenovo will gun for with the Legion Go. Given the fact the Legion Play never launched, there's e you know every possibility the Legion Go may never make it to general availability either. We don't have information on launch windows or even announcement timing yet, but given the success of the Steam Deck and the Asus ROG Ally, it seems a far safer bet that an Android-based cloud-focused device Oh, yeah, sorry, I, <laughs> I misread that. Uh, it seems a safer bet than Android-based cloud. For, yeah, I, I think trying to make any type of Android uh, cloud-based device generally isn't the best move you want to make as a company unless you're targeting, like, the Asian market, you know. In the West, I just don't think it's very, very vi viable. But, you know, I'm not going to knock it. You know, there are people to use it, especially people who do mobile gaming. That's kind of the best bet, even though for some odd reason, majority of mobile games are better optimized for iPhones, just for some reason. And y'all think I'm an iPhone fanboy just because y'all see the Apple Watch. Look, I got a Pixel 7 Pro as well. So I'm a dual phone user. All that being said, though, um, let's keep going. Says Xbox Cloud Gaming and NVIDIA GeForce Now are quite good, but simply cannot beat native PC gaming offered by devices like the Steam Deck, which is very, very true. According to our inf information, the Legion Go could support an 8 inch screen, making it larger than the Asus ROG Ally or the Steam Deck, both of which have a 7 inch display. PC, <clears throat> sorry. PC and console games ported to PC are often designed for larger monitors or even TVs. And on smaller screens, uh, user interface elements can be difficult to see, especially if the game doesn't have a UI scaling option. But that's something, you know, I could go on a whole tangent about that because I'm dealing with that right now with uh, Alice Swallen. Um, there's so many games that are coming out that just don't have scaling options, and I don't understand why developers are not putting more of that into games. It is freaking annoying. Please, developers, if you're hearing me right now, if you're, you, you, I know a lot of you watch this podcast, please put UI scaling functionality into more of your games because I swear a lot, you know, if you're playing on a 4K TV, and you got to look at this small ass text and you got eyes as bad as mine, which is why I wear glasses. It, it's a problem. But, you know, hey, that's a, that's a rant for a different day. Um, but anyways, it says uh, a larger display could give the Legion Go a decent advantage over its competitors if it remains lightweight and balanced, which, of course, remains to be seen. The AMD Phoenix 7040 series chips are described by the firm as ultra-thin for powerful but elegant ultrabook-style devices. They should lend themselves well to a device like the Legion Go, supporting 15-watt low-power states for lightweight gains and maximized battery life similar to the Steam Deck and the ROG Ally. The Z1 Extreme and the ASUS ROG Ally can perform with a TDP below 15 watts, however, which could give the ally some advantages there, but we simply don't know what type of Phoenix chip Lenovo plans to use. 
There's every chance the Lenovo Go could have other configurations we're unaware of yet. Though we're, you know, we'll just have to wait and see. Lenovo Legion Go versus the, the competition. So it says, where the Legion Go could one-up the Asus ROG Ally is in software. I love my Asus ROG Ally, but the Asus software experience isn't the best. No, it's really not. It's It definitely could be a lot better. Um, <clears throat> the overlays on the Asus ROG Ally aren't the most responsive. Again, they're not. Navigating through the Armory Crate and the My Asus app for separate update tracks is confusing. I have gone at extensive length of bitching and moaning and and just complaining with us uh, at asus for that because it is and i'm used to it because i've had asus uh laptops and desktops but it is annoying that you got to go through your windows update then you got to through do your updates through the armory crate then you got to go through the my asus app and you know one update can fuck up another aspect of your device and it's just so annoying um but yeah so there's that um what else did they say uh based on my conversations at microsoft's x5 event in la uh microsoft also is also gearing up to offer greater to uh offer greater to support okay this is a typo gearing up okay look at this this is a typo gearing up to offer greater to support what they should have or they meant to say is gearing up to offer greater support to oems exploring this new device category and likely is already involved with lenovo's efforts here dell's alienware brand also teased a prototype handheld a couple years ago dubbed the ufo if y'all remember that i'll i'll pull that up later on um, it's fair to expect other efforts from Razer and other major PC gaming brands in the coming years. Like I told y'all months ago, episodes ago, this is, this is going to happen. So that's just about the, the crux of it. I mean, we can dive into this little topic here because this is something for those of y'all who know, I'm a big Final Fantasy fan. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 was one of the first MMOs that I really sunk a lot of time into really help my twitch channel grow although i took a break for the last two years from 14 but uh final fantasy 14 is uh you know it's coming to xbox this is something i've known for years um you know i've known that even back when i worked for microsoft but there's always like things on the table and for those who don't know sony they tend to spend money to keep things off of platforms other than their own so, you know, just, just keep that in mind. But, um, yeah, this is anywhere a UFO concept. Let me see if I can pull it up here. So here it is, right? Um, this right here, this is back in 2020. Like, this is why, like, when people are like, oh, the Steam Deck is the first to ever do it. And, like, I'm like, no, it's not. Like, Alienware was, they were been, been wanting to do that it just never came out and folks i know in the industry my industry fan uh, friends and some of the content creators the bigger names actually got to try this hands-on it was something dope but you know at the time i think the tech probably wasn't where it is now because just look look at the date on this this is from january 6 of 2020 yo they were not ready the tech was not where it is now so i expect fully this to come out 
with updated, uh, probably an updated look and just update everything else. I like the design of this because removal, I know some people, people are going to be like, eh, Joy-Con ripoff, blah, blah, blah. And that's probably another thing too, is they got to deal with like probably some type of, uh, you know, uh, copyright to deal with that as well. But, you know, as opposed to having to buy a whole separate controller, you know, or trying to take a, another controller and pair with your device, if you can just remove that and it can still work wirelessly, I think that's great. I think this will really set them apart from everyone else. All right, let's hop on, on to the, the, the last topic of the night we're going to talk about. And this, you know, I'm pulling this article from Retro Resolve. And uh, this right here, I'm going to move my camera up so y'all can see. Probably move my camera up over here in this corner and uh, make it a little bit smaller. But, anyways, um, it says the report Asus ROG Ally closing in on 500,000 units sold. And uh, roughly 318.6 million in sales generated so far. I'm assuming this is globally. But let's find out more information about this. Let's go through this article right here. So uh, this drop, this news was uh, July 13, 2023. And, and y'all are probably going to watch this on August 1st. This is old news. But, you know, a lot of folks have been covering this and asking me if I'm going to talk about this. I'm like, yeah, I'll talk about it. So it says a recent release uh, ROG Ally handheld gaming console from Asus has garnered popularity and generally uh, and generate estimated quarterly sales of up to uh, into about 10 billion. So, uh, you know, that's U.S. equivalent 318.6 million uh, as reported by Digi Times. So, you know, uh, so rough nap napkin math, uh, if we round the Asus ROG Ally price down to the around $700 per device price. That roughly works out to around 455,000 units sold, which if they have sold that much, and I do believe they have because this has been one of the devices that just people want, that's incredible, right? So, um, of course, prices vary from territory to territory, so that take that figure above and with a pinch of salt until the suit releases some official numbers. Still, if the um, 318.6 million euro and revenue is accurate. I believe that's Euro. I believe that's what the sign that symbol means. Correct me if I'm wrong. The ROG Ally is off to its all start indeed. Despite the positive reception to the ROG Ally, person says they love it. The launch has had some problems crop up. Um, they confirmed the fault with the micro SD card reader that the company says is down to overheating problems. As a precautionary measure, ASUS has increased the fan speed of the Ally in a bid to keep the area cool. This has unfortunately resulted in overly loud fan levels of up to about 70 decibels. I still don't hear it, but I don't know. I, maybe my hearing is not that great. Uh, something many owners aren't happy about, though you can turn off the CPU, uh, CPU performance boost if you want to keep it cool. And other... Uh, yeah, and so that's just about it. Anyways, but yeah, this is the topic that a lot of people have been, um, a lot of people have been talking about, making content on, and uh, I definitely, um, I, I, if I'm really gonna spitball here, I really think that they've sold probably more than five hundred thousand units so far. I mean, it got to the point the pre-orders set up for a long while, 
and I, you know folks are biting at the chomp to get it and then it got to a point where it was if you went on best buy's website and also seuss's own website you couldn't get it for a period of time you know it was just completely unavailable and they have not dropped the non z1 extreme unit which is weird there's no eta as far as i know as to when that's going to be coming out but nonetheless you know this device has really done well uh for especially for all the folks that keep saying it's a failed device um if we're gonna just go ahead and and, and chalk that up again like I, I don't feel like rehashing that whole topic a lot of y'all got really emotional about that but um hey numbers don't lie if people are spending money it's a success you know if you want to talk about a failure of a device looking to know uh, the wii u 12 million units sold over the course of four and a half five years that's a failure if this has sold five hundred thousand in a month if not more as of right now a month and a half yo i don't know what to tell you that's just that's a success it's not without its issues but it's a success nonetheless so you know um hey you know micro sd card issues be damned and i know there's another device coming out i want to go ahead and check this out real quick uh some folks asked me about this and um all i gotta say is um i'm interested in this the d-pad on this what is it called the meteorish tjd t101 the 10a screen i would rock with it i would use it but i gotta say it looks like a fucking fisher price toy that my daughter uses when you look at the way the color of the buttons and all that like just like yo i need some more neutral colors or if you're gonna give me the black and the if you're gonna give me the blue the all you know the the powder blue off blue and the orange i'm this white needs to be all black that way i can really you know focus in on these big ass forehead bezels it's got but other than that you know I'm curious as how this is gonna run. I mean, it's supposedly supposed to surpass the ally in power, but um, you know, time will tell. We'll see. So that's that's just about it. That's the episode of Decked Up. You know, we we got to cover a bunch of different ground that talk about a lot of stuff. I got to tell y'all, update y'all on how I'm doing. I'm back. I'm back, baby. Back in you know, I'm back in the saddle. You know we we back in the sheets doing the thing so uh it's good to be back thank y'all again for all the well wishes and um you know all the stuff and i'm just excited to be talking about tech and gaming and all this again you know i'm i'm, I'm excited being back and and doing what i love and you know being gone from it has been i'll be completely honest like being the last uh, truthfully taken off like a week and a half from content and not just from content but taking a week and a half off of fucking social media has been such a blessing but like any other job when you take off for too long you start to not want to come back and you also start thinking can you perform at the, the level and the rate that you were before and that's something that I, I kind of was struggling with for a bit. 
but I needed that break and I'm grateful to be able to have had that break from it because I was able to, you know, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be honest, you know, I'd be completely transparent. I was struggling with my mental health, you know, like, you know, I had the FOMO, I was dealing with the FOMO, I was dealing with, you know, you know, just, just struggling with my own self-worth as not only a content creator, not only a YouTuber, a podcaster, and all that, but, you know, as a, as a man, as a person, as a father, as a husband, I was just struggling all the way around. Uh, it was not at all easy for me, you know, taking away the thing that I love and that I do and not being able to do it and having to be as sick as I was, as helpless as I was, it was not easy. And this has nothing to do with like, I know some folks say, oh, it's toxic masculinity. I'm not even going down that route. Um, I was just, I was not in a good headspace, you know, and if I, if I'm being completely honest, <clears throat> again, being transparent, then what I want to do is I want to thank my wife, Lehua, because, you know, she was sick as well, and she held the family down. She held everything down, and, you know, I don't always tell my wife how much I love her, how much I appreciate her, but, you know, Lehu, I, you know, if you do watch this, or you probably know the work room, you hear me recording this right now, I just want to say, Lehua, I love you. Thank you so much for being uh, that rock in my life, that one constant, you know, being strong, compassionate, you know, amazing mother, you know, getting, I'm getting choked up right here, but you're an um, amazing wife and the absolute, absolute best because you, you've dealt with me at my lowest and uh, at my weakest. You've helped me get through so much, especially when, you know, I'm uncertain. And I don't appreciate you. No, I'm not saying that I don't appreciate you, but like, I don't deserve you. That's what I, said. That's what I meant to say. See? I fucked up on my wording there. I don't deserve you, but I, I appreciate you. And I love you so much. And I'm so grateful for you. You are so amazing. You're my best friend. And, um, you know, if not for you, I would not be doing what I'm doing now. And, and, and I, if not for you, I wouldn't be here. So thank you so much for being my life partner and my everything. And uh, here's to eternity with you. So all that being said, all that on the side, um, thank you all for coming through for another episode of Dacked Up. Hopefully, y'all still rock with me. And um, if y'all did, if y'all watching in video format, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, share it around with some other folks, get some people on in. Y'all know we premiere these episodes uh, every time we do them. Um, 
I try to shoot for a new episode every Monday or Tuesday, and then try to do a midweek episode on Wednesday and an end of the week episode on Friday. I can't always do that because there's not always something to talk about. You know, I, I don't, um, I'm not like a lot of other folks that have the opportunity to just sit and uh, just dedicate to one specific thing because y'all know I'm a variety content creator. You know, uh, I, I got this podcast. I got, you know, the Cast Over podcast. I got uh, the one I do with my wife, Lehua, called Podcasts Across Worlds. If you haven't checked that out, we interview voice actors and talk about anime and manga. And then, you know, my boy, my, my, my boy Cam, my brother Cameron, as y'all know, uh, Car Quicks, we're going to be doing, uh, we're bringing back the podcast that started everything for both of us in this content creator sphere called tech etc and um literally it's just two 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 brothers just sitting around talking tech talking gaming and coming at it from a different perspective and if y'all are curious as to what that's like we got old episodes don't worry about the audio we know it was trash we you know <laughs> the bus is coming through saying aloha this is such and such you know whatever bus was coming through at the time at the old place that you know who and i were living at because we used to record we used to have like um we used to record with the blue yeti we had it sitting on a bar stool this is how we how far back that goes and i'll probably throw a picture up of what it used to look like how we used to record to what it is now and it's it's been a hell of a journey and you know i love cameron that's my brother and you know he he really inspired me to get into podcasting he got helped me get into podcasting and um he's he's been a you know a, a great blessing on my life and you know uh cameron i don't know if you're watching this brother but i love you and um i'm grateful for you too and I, i'm in this season of gratitude be showing gratitude to people because been a lot of healing and a lot of um, restoration of relationships that I thought I would never uh, either get to the point where they are now or never have again and I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful you know um, yeah, especially when you're at a point where um, you're at a point where you um, you could have died I could not be here. So, you know, a lot of things are in perspective. So, yep. Y'all curious as to what that sounds like, tech, etc. Again, I'll link old episodes, but also the podcast him and I did where we just, you know, chopped it up. That's that's the format, kind of how we how we roll, you know, and it's just now more professional. So all that being said, um like I said, like, share, comment. So if you're watching the YouTube video. It's available video format on Spotify. We're also available on every major podcasting platform that's out. And um, yeah, you know, catch decked up a gaming tech podcast across the world on every platform. Love, you know, thank you. Love each and every one of y'all, even the haters. Hey, you know, my dad, I don't have a great relationship with my father, but one thing he always said that's just stuck with me is that you're not doing nothing right until you got haters and when you got haters you need to keep the motherfuckers gamefully employed 
because if they ain't hating on you, you ain't doing a damn thing right. So, you know, hey, thank y'all haters for keeping the lights on, right? I mean, I could turn them off like this, you know. <laughs> but, you know, thank you for the haters for keeping the lights on. So, I catch y'all in the next one. Get some merch, pick up some games, get some accessories. Links to everything is going to be down in the description down below. Um, and in the first pinned comment on the YouTube side of things. But other than that, I'm signing out. Hope y'all have a blessed and aloha and beautiful rest of your day. I catch y'all in the next one. Stay safe. And um, I see y'all around. Peace.